0: This podcast is produced by Coaching Life Matters, a nonprofit educational organization that exists to help people understand their core story and find freedom for their future. Connect with us at CoachingLifeMatters.com. Lana and Jeff, um, I am honored to be standing with both of you in this sacred moment in your life. We've spent hours together talking, playing games, laughing listening to stories, sometimes crying, praying and looking at what it might be like to bring two young people who are in their 60s who come from different worlds. Jeff, what I love about you is your desire to be God's man and the best husband you can be. Your desire to Lana, to be a man who loves God and loves her is why I agreed to perform this ceremony. That is the very thing that attracted her to you and is what you have said to me that your greatest desire is to follow him. Although I've only known you less than a year, following Christ is the clear direction you want your life to go. You've already experienced it. it that it's about direction and not perfection. You hold to that commitment to put the Lord first and he will surprise you with a joy beyond words and give you the power to love Lana the way Christ does. Lana, the last time I was in the Brentwood Hills Church of Christ was the day we said goodbye to Dean. So this building represents an end of life together with Dean, and the beginning of a life together with Jeff. And so we learn again and again, this life is full of joys and sorrows. Charlotte and I have loved you for over 40 years, and the direction of your life has not shifted amidst the tears and laughter. At 60 plus, you bring your past, your present, and today you set the direction for your future. I have some important words for you both as you begin so you can build a future together that will be full of hope along with the trouble and the sorrows Jesus promised we would have. Your challenge will be to learn to meet those challenges together with love. Now here's the path you're choosing to take that will bring you home. If you will trust him by practicing this love for him and one another. Oh, uh, just a quick moment. In our marriage of 50-plus years, either Charlotte said to me or I said to her many years into our marriage, I don't think I like you. I responded, I don't think I like you back. Now, we both have made a vow to God before our family and friends to love one another in the good times and the bad times. This was one of those bad times. I'm going to focus on one reflection in Proverbs 24, 3-6, and close with Jesus' call to a life together that will stand up against any test. Proverbs 24, 4-6. By wisdom, a house is built. Through understanding, it is established. Through knowledge, its rooms... Are filled with rare and beautiful treasures. A wise man and woman has great power, and a man or woman of knowledge increases strength. For waging war, you need guidance, and for victory, many advisers. And so I offer these obvious eight questions. That led Charlotte and me to a life together where she is my soulmate and best friend. Here are the questions. How do you get wisdom to build a house that will stand? What does understanding have to do with building this house? What is the knowledge I need to build it? What does a home of rare and beautiful treasures look like? Why should he use the word war? in relationship to building a home? Where does one get the guidance? What does victory in a home look like? And how do you find the advisors you need? Well, you can be thankful. I'm not going to try and answer these questions right now, but they are your assignment to answer with each other over the days you have together. Now I'm going to tell you clearly Two things. Number one, what can kill this relationship in a heartbeat? And number two, what can bring life and joy beyond words? Now both of you being in your 60s are entering with unconscious expectations of yourself and each other that are impossible. You're discovering expectations can kill this relationship the hardest one is the expectation you have of yourself the next most difficult trouble is you will place on each other the same expectations you place on yourself and if you place on the other those same expectations it is a recipe for disaster Expectations can kill it. And for this, you need wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. Wisdom will bring you power. Knowledge will bring you strength. Wisdom is knowledge applied at the right time. The problem is, as you already know, under stress, wisdom and knowledge go out the window And we act like 12-year-olds because the expectations of the 12-year-old kick in. You're both responsible to not let the 12-year-old hurt yourself or the other. So you really need a lot of help. And here's the one who will help you. It's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the only one who can give you understanding that will help you see yourself and each other in those moments. There's a huge gap between wisdom and knowledge. Your challenge is to close that gap every single day. And the good news is, God meets us in our brokenness, in our humanity, in our failures. Well, I'm not going to leave you here. Here's how you do it. Jesus is brilliant. If only people knew how absolutely brilliant and a genius he was when he was here on the earth. And so what he did in his teaching, he gave in a moment the essence of the essence of the mind of Christ on how to build a relationship that will be full and rich and and fully alive. So this is, this is how it went. After he healed the lame and the blind and the sick, he sat down with his closest disciples and he gave the essence of the essence of the mind of God. He said, do you know who the really happy people are? And the first thing he said was... Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. What that means, translated into relationship language, is be willing to say, I am wrong. The second one is, Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. And so the second one, Translated into relationship language is, I am sorry and mean it. And the third one is, blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. That translated into relationship language is congratulations when you make a commitment to the best interest of the other. And then he said, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. That translated into relationship language is, well, let's just do the right thing. And then the fifth one is, blessed are the merciful, for they will obtain mercy. That translated is, I forgive you. And as you know, to be able to forgive your mate, you must choose to forgive yourself. And Christ gives you the authority to forgive yourself. and That will be a choice. And when you forgive yourself, you will have the power to forgive the other. And then blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God or experience God. That translated into relationship language is, I'll be faithful. I'll be true. And then blessed are those who are the peacemakers, but they will be called sons of God. That translated into relationship language is, I am willing to make the first move. In other words, if it's 90% Lana's fault and 10% yours, Jeff, I'm willing to make the first move and vice versa, Atlanta. And the last one is, blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for they will be satisfied. Well, that translated into relationship language is, I will make allowances for your bad day. And Jesus said, If you practice these and build your house on these, it will be like building your house on a rock, and it will stand. But if you don't practice these, you're building on sand, and it will fall. That is clear. But my dear Jeff and Lana, this is about direction, not perfection. And this is why you will feel powerless every day and to know that Christ meets you in your humanity, not in your piety. And so I charge you, Jeff, to love and cherish Lana like Christ loves her. To do that, you must let Christ love you. And then you can do that with her. And Lana, I charge you to love and honor Jeff as Christ does, From a human viewpoint, this is impossible. Let your expectations drive you into your closet each day to surrender to his loving presence and forgiveness. Then you can extend the same love to each other and practice these eight attitudes. Here's the important thing. You get to choose who you believe and renounce and revoke the feelings of judgment and act like who you are as God's beloved child. And from a place of the truth that you are beloved, you will be able to love one another. And so here are the vows that you both have made today. And I'm going to read them because these are vows you make to Lana Atlanta, you make to Jeff. And they go like this. I commit my life to you, thus encompassing all joys and sorrows, all hardships and triumphs, and all experiences that lie ahead. I will always cherish, adore, and respect you. I want to comfort and encourage you to be your best. It is my honor to stand here with you and promise to support your dreams and goals, I will help you fulfill them. I will be faithful to God and to you. I will enjoy how we are alike and respect how we are different. I give you all my trust and I promise you all my tomorrows. These promises are made in love, kept in faith, lived in hope, and by God's grace made each day. Now may we walk forward together, fulfilling God's perfect plan for us as husband and wife. Let me pray for you right now. If they don't get this recorded, then you'll have it recorded. Dear gracious and loving Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask that you will give Jeff, as the leader of this home, an awareness the depth of love you have for him at his weakest and most broken place and he can choose even when his own heart judges him, he can choose that he is your beloved and with the power of the Holy Spirit arise and love Lana in the same way that you love him, only by your spirit can he do that and only by the power of his choice to accept your love even when his heart condemns him can he access the power to be the loving, caring, committed husband that he's made his vow to be today and Lord I pray for Lana that Lana in her weakness would draw near you would take away her anxieties and her fears and give her complete trust that you are at work even when she can't see it. May this day, today, be a marker day as they set their hearts together on you. And only by your power and only through weakness will they discover that your power works only out of weakness and that their life together will be a witness to the fact that you are alive and well and I would pray that both of them would learn that they arise every day and the only place where we get our peace is from your resurrected presence. Let it be so, God. and Bless this home, and may this home be a light in your world. And may their children and their children's children look to this time, look to this family to be a living testimony to your living presence. And that testimony will come by the way that they love one another. Fill their home with peace, with forgiveness, with laughter. Help them, Father, in just the ways that you know they each need it. And I pray this by the name and in the authority of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Let it be so. You've been listening to Your Life Matters, a podcast produced by Coaching Life Matters. Stay connected at coachinglifematters.com.